This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. We have turned to my Aunt Ginger before, and we're going to do it again. She has a blog that I follow called sittinguglysistas.com, and she wrote one in January that I'm going back to, and it's entitled Why I Write. And she sums up at the end saying, I may be vomiting words that are unworthy of others' attention, but filling pages and notebooks lets me process life's joys and tragedies. I write for my, I can't talk. I write for myself for sure, yet pressing the publish button on WordPress gives me a jolt of bravery that I think I'm addicted to. I think this could be an example of done is better than perfect. And it also makes me think about Ed Sheeran about how he says he writes every day and it's like turning on the top tap and dark water comes out and it finally flows clear. It finally flows clear. So I think it's uh, I don't know. I think it's an interesting concept. I, I don't have anything super deep on this, but just writing every day or getting your thoughts out into the world, I think is a interesting practice. Do you do that? I know what I'm about to say is going to get me in trouble, but I don't think there's a ginger on this earth that is not lovable. So I just know ginger is a lovable person. She's very lovable. See, I knew it. I knew it. I haven't even met her. My favorite new person actually is a dog named ginger. I just met a couple of weeks ago. The thing about writing, which we just, we just listened to this interview with Jerry Seinfeld, where he talked about how he gets up every day and sets an assignment for himself to write. And it's, it's more the habit of writing than it, it actually is of what he's written. Yeah, I think he said that he sits at his desk and even if nothing happens, like you have to be quiet. I think that was advice he was giving to one of his kids. Yeah. And uh, it's like, you, it just has to be part of your routine. And um, I think it's, I did that. I traveled for a while and I made a conscious effort to keep a diary during that. And I think I have better memories of it because the entire time I was traveling every night, I had to summarize what I had done. I haven't read that diary in a while, but it's just like a way of highlighting things that were good. I mean, it could be people do it for a gratitude journal or they do it for anything. Um, I, I don't know what it, uh, a substitute for this would be, though. Maybe a podcast. You know, I, I more, once again, I don't know if Aunt Ginger is a famous writer. I Googled her and didn't really find any, lots of books. But I like that she found something that gives her life. Like, that's what gives her life. Sitting down, writing makes her happy. She feels connected. And that she took takes the time to do it every day. I'm all for it, regardless of whatever happens to the words. It's happy. I'm happy for her. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess we talk about this a lot, but it's... um writing brings her joy. I think finding something that brings you joy and making it a habit is an important step in your own mental health. Like not everyone wants to write every day. Clearly I don't want to write every day, but I do try to, I mean, I do this every day. Um, I think just having habits and having structure in your life gives you a sense of purpose or, or can give you more happiness than people give credit for. You know, it sounds kind of stupid to say, but I, I feel like most people are not like Aunt Ginger and get to their however old she is, 50s or so-ish, and not know what they like to do. I know that seems stupid, but I feel like you can get to 50 years old of age and be like, 
I don't even know what I like to do. And the fact that she knows what she likes to do, I think winning's half the battle. Yeah, I mean, she's been doing it since 1968. She started writing in her her red five-year diary and filled it up four years later. Do you know what, what you want to do? I mean, we're saying most people don't. I still, I'm not sure what I want to do, Larry. What do you? Well, what do you do? That's such a big, huge bite, not a bite-sized, tiny bite-sized morsel. Like, what do you really like to do? What do you connect with, you know? It, so does that say your job, your hobbies, your wife, your life? Blah, blah, blah. I love people. I mean, that's my thing. I love talking to people and asking questions. And I used to think that needed to be Charlie Rose, not the bad part of Charlie Rose, but it could just be getting to know your neighbor, your friend. It, so for me, just asking questions and learning things, being um, curious, that's what I found that I like to do. I think that's an interesting concept of what you should be doing. Like a lot of people look at it in the macro sense. You have a kid that's about to be going into high school and I bet you she's going to start getting questions. What do you want to do when you grow up? And I don't think you have to think of it in those terms. I mean, especially now they say you're going to change jobs four times in your career, whatever the number is. And it used to be, you would go to work for GM, get a gold watch after you retired and I think it's find what you're interested in doing for the foreseeable future and be open to the idea of pivoting. I mean, she's been writing her entire year. She was an English teacher. She loved it. She stayed loving it. I did things and I liked them a lot at the time. And I was like, well, all right, this has run its course. Let's move on. Like, I don't think you have to know your purpose. And like maybe going on a walk every day is your thing. And after a while, you get tired of that. And your new thing is making bread. I or, you know, we we have a friend, mutual friend, Don, who I feel like lives to paraglide. So whatever he does for money doesn't really matter. He just wants to get done with the job part so he can go paraglide, which, I mean, if that's what you love to do, that's great that you've carved out a life where you've been able yourself to do it. Yeah, it it is. I, um, I don't know. It's. Again, I didn't really know where I was going with this, but just the idea of writing and why you write or why you do what you do. Maybe it's a good question to look at what you do throughout the day and be like, why did I do it? Was it for joy or was it for because I had to? And sometimes you have to do stuff. I, I really hate the term find your bliss, but I mean, that's kind of coming to mind right now. Like do stuff that makes you happy within, like, within your control. Like you can't say working at CVS doesn't make me happy so i have to quit like that maybe you need that paycheck but like um eating green eggs and ham for breakfast makes you happy so you do that time is truly infinitesimal like the universe and the bigness of everything that's existed we are here for such a tiny little blip and i feel this pressure to be somebody to make something of my life to have a good job to be successful make a lot of money but all of that doesn't matter if you can enjoy your day, if you can wake up and be Ann Ginger and find peace writing, that is what's successful on your tiny little five-second blip that we get to spend on this hunk of earth, not anything else. Are you finding joy in the present moment? Kudos to Ann Ginger. Yeah, I think if we found the mission statement for this episode, be more like Ginger. God, I love Ginger. Yes. Ginger's. Well, if you also love Ginger, please reach out. You can find us at Reposted Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I'm Andrew Keller for Barbara Streisand. Thanks for stopping by.